Oh my God, it's recording. (laughs) (laughs) Hey kids, welcome to Toxic Masculinity with Ian and Stuart. Uh, We're just going to talk about masculinity and our thoughts on it tonight, but we plan on having guests and other things like that. Um, I think we're both of the opinion that there's no set group of checkboxes you can tick to be masculine, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, there's traits and stuff, obviously. We're not arguing that kind of stuff. But I, I think it'd be cool to get perspectives, even from like some women and stuff like that, and what they perceive. For tonight, we're just going to drink and bullshit. Nice. So. Sounds like fun. Yeah, so what do you got, man? What are you thinking uh, when I brought this up to you? What were, you, what were your thoughts first? Um, the, general, the general output that seems to be uh, pervasive in podcast land is uh, you're a man if you smoke cigars, drink a lot of whiskey, like MMA, and are a bit of a bro, which is really weird. Um, because I like cigars, I like whiskey. I love whiskey, yeah. Not not really an MMA dude, but um, I'm not really a bro, if you know what I mean. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I see a lot of the, like... I see a lot of the, you got to have money, you got to be this, you got to be that. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Like, there's ways. I think a lot of it gets watered down too much. So people like to say or think you got to be this dominant, badass kind of dude. And I don't know that people understand what that actually is or what it's like to be an actual leader. Like, they just put the front on. I'm not saying that everybody that looks like that is not dangerous or tough, but. Yeah. There are circles in life, too. I've been in a lot of subcultures, and there are circles in life where if you walk in acting like a tough guy and not being your true self, they will check you, and it's not pretty. So it's better just to be yourself, in my opinion. I mean, I constantly work on trying to be better. I take input from my friends like you and I talk quite a bit. So, And you got kids, so I'm sure this kind of stuff's affecting you. I have a friend that just had a kid, and they're thankful to have a girl because they're scared of what's going on in the world right now with some of this like really toxic stuff and horrible like advice dating stuff is really bad it's uh it's terrifying yeah i've got two girls yeah and uh uh probably shouldn't say i would like to lock them in a box and keep them away from everybody <laughs> that's, that, that's that is, pretty fair that's pretty fair dude that's <laughs> it's also prob- <laughs> Probably not what you want from your masculinity talk. Though. No, <laughs> you know what no, I mean? no. Well, I mean that protective thing, kind of. But I, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. <clears throat> it's more. Um, I split up with my uh, wife a, yeah. a year ago, and we're still friends. It's all good. Um, and uh, I started dating again. Oh, look at you. At, at, at 45. And uh, <laughs> it's a very different world now. Yeah, I have um, not even had interest in dating, but go ahead. So I had to go on the dating apps because apparently just talking to someone in a bar 
is weird as fuck. Such a beta and, move, dude. You got to go on his dating apps. I know, I know, I know, right? <laughs> so, but uh, I just kind of tend to like to be myself. My I live by the tenet of don't be a dick. If yeah, can, I mean, if you can, if you if you can if you can avoid it, don't be a dick. Yeah, and um, I mean, I I was raised a little bit. Not to interrupt your story there, but I, I was raised a little bit, a little more old school stuff. Like if I'm conscious of it, I do walk on the outside on the street and old doors, and I do a lot of that stuff. I do a lot of it just because to me, it's just it was ingrained in me that it's respectful, not so much that it's masculine. Because I would do that for like kids or something too. It's not just for women, so that's kind of my thing. I'm very old school in a lot of ways, and some of it's not great. Some of it is is all right. <laughs> I I do that too. And it's not because it's masculine or you're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking polite. Yeah, it's just respectful. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. You're at the door first. Hold the fucking door. <laughs> exactly. You know I mean, don't don't oh do oh, do, oh, do, oh you're a, you're you're a strong independent woman. I'm going to slam this shit in your face. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh man. It doesn't so, make any sense. <laughs> So you're saying you're dating again. So what were you saying yeah. about that before I cut you off, man? So I'm dating again, and that's awesome. But one thing that I did realize is that um, it seems that the ladies on the dating apps have a very hard time. Like, Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard they're severely outnumbered, too, and there's a lot of... Uh, for lack of a better word, douchey guys on there that try to do this like front and stuff. I don't know for sure. Yeah, there seems to be some of the stories that I've heard are shocking. Um, well, I don't even know if I'd be that surprised. The, the, it's like, it's like, hi, my name's Dave. Here's a picture of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, yeah like, dude. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't seen a lot of dicks in my life, but it's never my fucking warm-up line. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I mean, I'm not ashamed, but I don't need to flaunt it right away. Yeah. Yes. I think uh, I think a lot of people don't know how to talk anymore, like in general. And I don't mean that as like even trying to date. I think people can't talk because I don't really... I never, I, I, I'm pretty successful at dating right now. I'm choosing not to, cause it's, it seems like a cesspool out there when I, every time I look into it. So I'm just not interested in this. I'm not interested in the nonsense, the bullshit I'm, right I'm, now. I'm choosing not to. That's what they all say, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah. Sorry. I'm supposed to not be a dick. I apologize. No, no, you can be a dick. All people, you can talk shit, dude. We're normal. This is the way we are. I'm not even telling us not to curse. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm expecting yeah. to be called a cunt any minute now. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> at least you got in there first. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't even know what I was saying now because you interrupted me and I'm drinking. Sorry, my um, friend. But uh, yeah, were, I don't know, man. You were saying but, that you are choosing not to date at the moment because it seems like a cesspool. Yeah. And when I do approach people, like I, when I approach a woman or even talk to a woman, if they're online or something, I just talk to them. Like I'm not, I'm not, I don't do quote unquote game. Like I don't have lines I use. I'm just, I just talk to people, man. And it, it works out pretty good for me. You just, I think a lot of the key to that is just having a little, a little more confidence. And the other thing I've noticed is like, I've been in gyms for a long time and uh, there's a lot of like this, uh, you know, training and helping people. And if I see somebody working really hard, male or female, I'll go up and help them. And it's weird because every female thinks they're, you're going to hit on them. 
And my intention in the gym is never to hit on a woman because in my experience with the people I've known, they're there to train and that's what they're there for. They're not there. It's not a bar. Just let them work. If you talk to them and you become friends and stuff happens from there, cool, man. But don't go in there hitting on girls, man. Talk to them. If, if you know your shit, and I don't mean like you've been to the gym for like a year. I mean, if you know your shit and you can help them, help them. But ladies, if, if you see me, I am not trying to hit on you in the gym. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I know the shit you deal with. I've dated girls that have competed and I've seen the, the instant messages and all kinds of weird shit. That ain't me. I'm not into it. And I become overly sensitive to that shit because of the things I've seen. So I, I mean, I've, I've gotten a friend out of it, too. Like my down here, I got a friend just helping her. I wasn't trying to hit on her. She realized that eventually, and we're cool now. Like, we're friends, so. I get the feeling that the, that it's not just in the gym that happens. No, no, no. I agree. Um, the 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 things that um people have said to friends of mine people that i've met uh through dating apps and different things like that um it's just it's just it's just horrifying i like you just talk to people who i am ask them questions be interested in their life and it, <laughs> it helps and I, I swear to god man i was treated like i was a fucking unicorn yeah it's fucking it was weird like, dude what i just i just don't get it do you know what i mean yeah it's, um, it's become weird man it's just it's just really really bizarre and why um fellas seem to feel like they have to be this kind of uber confident wanky douchebag otherwise they're not a real man it's the weirdest thing in the world Dude, it's like. real weird and i think so i think that the overconfidence the facade thing where you try to act like you're super stoic and tough guy i mean like i am very much part of my issue is i compartmentalize a lot even when i'm not fine i'm fine like that's just the way i am i have a small group of people i trust i open up to that's that's some stuff i gotta work on but like you need to be not confident in like being a dick or a douchebag. You just need to be confident in who you are. You need to learn yourself, in my opinion. Know who you are. Know you need to have like work on some things, but you need to just be confident in who you are as a person at that moment. And don't, I'm very much not into the whole fronts and facades. Just be yourself. Mm. If you know who you are, at least where you're at, and you know you have work to do, that's still a way to be confident in yourself. Just don't be a douchebag. Like, don't act like you're tough. Sh- like you're tough shit. Because somebody, dude, honestly, you might talk to a girl at a bar or a club and try to act like that, and her boyfriend's like three feet away getting drinks, and you might get hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always yeah. somebody bigger and meaner, and somebody that's trying to put on that facade too. So it just gets ugly. Like, um, speaking of bar stuff. Uh, I don't do the jealousy thing very well. Um, I was dating a girl once and we were at a bar and she got drinks, came back. She was like, she wanted a drink. She just showed up with a drink for me. She came back. She goes, that guy hit on me. All I said was, was, was he being disrespectful? Did he touch you in, an, in, in a way that was inappropriate? Did he do anything like that? She goes, no. I'm like, he's got good taste. I don't, I don't know. What do you want me to do about that? I'm not going to get a fight over that. Like, good job, dude. I mean, you were nice. You were respectful. Cool. Thanks. Did you feel like she wanted you to get into a fight over that? I'm actually not sure if she actually did or if she was actually just telling me. But we were younger then, so maybe, but maybe not. But I I don't think that that's a normal reaction. I think I was in my 
I think I was in my late or mid twenties when that happened. I don't think that's a normal reaction for somebody that age, but I was very not. I don't do jealousy, man. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no I don't point. Have time for it? Yeah, I don't have any time for it either. Because, well, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Call me crazy. <laughs> oh no. Oh but no. You either trust a person. Yeah. Or you don't. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So everyone else can do. Whatever the fuck it is they want to do. Yeah. But if the person you're seeing, uh, you know, it's up to them to make that decision and choice. And if you don't trust them enough to go, <laughs> thank you, that was pleasant, but I'm not interested, then what the fuck are you doing with that person? Exactly. I mean, also, if you look at it the right way and somebody's sitting on the girl you're with then and she says no and everything's respectable and cool, then that should be an ego boost for you. Like, thanks, dude. Damn right. So I mean, that should be like a little ego boost for both of you. She gets a little flirt. She gets a little flirting going on with someone, and just says, "No, thank you. I'm with this dude." And you got some yeah. dude hitting on your girl. Exactly. That should be. Oh, there should is, be a little ego boost for you, man. It you is be frowned, angry. It is frowned upon to stand up and go, "Yep, um, <laughs> is it though?" I mean, <laughs> just stand up and buy you a drink and be like, "Thanks, dude. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you." <laughs> I agree. She's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. What else have you seen out there that's like making you worried about like your kids and stuff growing up? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just a, it's just a weird old, uh, a weird old world of cancellation and madness. You can't people. There is a lot of questions at the moment around who am I and what am I and what does that mean for me? What does that mean for my place in the world? Yeah, yeah. And what does that mean for everyone else's thoughts on who they are? And it's so polarizing. It is. And it doesn't need to be, in my opinion, but it is. The conversation of self, man, I, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You woman, you <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to be, that's fine. And yeah, dude, and but it's but it's it. I find it. I find it. I'm a very binary person in my brain, so everything yeah, is yeah. very black and white. Well, it's also a different era we came up in, so there's a lot of like totally. rewiring our brains too for some of this stuff. Um, but my issue is that there's certain subjects, I think you know what, where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can't even ask an honest, you can't seem to ask an honest question about, to go, well, what, how, what, how, I understand that what I'm thinking may be wrong, but yeah, I yeah. need you to help to educate me. And there's a lot of, like, uh, the, the big topic at the moment obviously, is uh, trans rights and things like that. Oh, we're going to get cancelled now. I Sorry. know. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, I totally I, do. I, I totally that. agree. But, dude, but it's, and, and it's, a, it's a really valid conversation. It is, but also a lot of the talking points that are coming out are kind of the same thing that happened in the 70s and 80s for gay people. 
Isn't that shocking? I know, right? Who, who, who would it? A small group of people being blamed for things and yeah. thrown under the bus? That never happens. And then go back, go back another, well, in, in your homeland there, obviously, go back another 30, 40 years. Yeah. You'd be looking at black people. Yeah, dude. It's... You know, keep going back. Then you're looking at, oh my God, women want to speak in public in work trousers. <laughs> Surely not. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And so. Yeah, go ahead, finish, man. But my my concern is that if you you can't even ask some of the questions that you would like to ask for, through fear of being cancelled, people get run out of jobs because they asked the wrong question. Where yeah. maybe a, a little education might might help. Yeah, you know I mean. I'm fortunate down here where I live. I have friends of like not even in the state, but friends of I have I have drag queen friends, gay friends, trans friends, all kinds of friends. And the reason I end up with that, and I even have I even have friends that are like on the other side of that spectrum, because I kind of tend to accept people for who they are. And if you're honest with me, I can deal with it as long as you're not too much of a like of an asshole. Like if you're a bigot straight up. I don't have time for you. Yeah. Like, I can't deal with that. That makes sense. I am of the opinion that if you're not an asshole to me and you're just not a straight up fucking cunt to the world, we can be cool if you treat me good. Mm. And that's how I've gotten so many friends. And I've been pretty lucky with some of the groups and people I've been around. Like, it's been really, I, I call it my dumb luck. I just like fall and trip into things just from talking to people. That's all I do. I just talk to people. But I think also if you make efforts to talk to some of these people and make friends with them, they you can talk to them and have a heart to heart and get these answers you're curious about. Like, yeah, I I dated I dated a pan girl. I've been in a poly, polyamorous relationship. Like I said, I have all these friends. I've tried all this stuff. You know, I don't know until I try. And I knew I didn't have big jealousy issues, so I tried the poly thing and it was fine. But I mean, that still comes down to trust, like everything else. You have your mm. own rules, like. Don't do this. Don't do that. Just like if you're doing monogamy, it's you just got rules and communication, just like everything else. You just set your boundaries. So, I mean, I tried all that stuff. And I think a lot of people, especially men, I think like since we're talking about trans people, I think that they're afraid that if they see a trans woman, no matter how far along if it's socially or wherever they are in their journey, if they see a trans woman and they think that trans woman is hot, they're automatically gay and that freaks them the fuck out. Because they're fragile. I think that's one thing that happens. But what? But I. I mean, there. Okay, let's flip this a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I don't want to make this all about trans, but let's have no, this conversation. That that thing there of oh my god, that lady is attractive. Oh, I can't find her attractive because she may yeah. or may not still have a cock. Yeah, pretty um, much. But it doesn't matter because. If you find someone attractive, you find someone attractive. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you don't, unless they're standing stark bollock naked. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I agree with that. Reference on the bollock there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean. It's like, okay, well, fair enough. Well, that's, you know, but it shouldn't really, because, I mean, well, finding someone attractive just based on looks is very one, very small part of a relationship. For sure. It's the easy um, part. But I, I can't think. I, I'm not sure I know anyone who hasn't seen Brad Pitt and went, that's a good looking man. 
<laughs> Except for people that tend to be a little too insecure to admit that, you know, there are people that are that insecure, and that's no, but- that goes back to the confidence thing in yourself. Like I know my sexuality. I talk to gay guys all the time. If they want to like give me, if they want to like blow up my ego and give me some compliments, I'm gonna say thank you, and I'm not gay, but I thank you so much. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. I am definitely a straight white hetero man, which is like the most vanilla shit in this planet nowadays. <laughs> yeah. See- <laughs> It seems kind of boring. Consider- it's super fucking boring, dude. It's kind of it kind of makes me mad that I'm so boring. I'm such a weirdo, generally. And considering considering the the vast array of I so- know, man, socially acceptable options that there is out there now. It's so good, dude. There's so much shit. I kind of like that things are kind of blending, man. I think it's cool. Yeah, like music's blending. Everything's just blending. I think it's cool. I mean, people can be who they want to be. I mean, so, but why do you think that? The general consensus, not general consensus, the vast majority of media that seems to be out there at the moment is on the is on the extreme right wing of this issue. Because they need something to attack, man. At least in our country, dude, they don't I don't know that they have any plans or bills or anything to put forward, you know? And it seems like in all honesty, it seems like that kind of rhetoric with the actual people, even the conservative people. And mass is kind of slowly dying down. It's just the politicians and the and the far right kind of media that push it. The far left doesn't do anybody any favors with some of the ways they report stuff, but nope. the far right is definitely perpetuating it a lot more. And it's mostly the politicians and the media. They haven't learned that most of the conservatives, at least in my country, are kind of done with the conversation. Yeah. It seems to me that that is happening. You still have the extremist amongst the civilians and all that, but it seems like, I mean, uh, otherwise somebody like DeSantis would have done so much better because that's all he does is attack woke and trans people and shit like that. And he's still doing it. And yeah. Well, I mean, politicians I, I, here too. I'm not, Florida. I'm not overly a fan of the, of the, of the extreme wokes myself. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, you know, I mean, goddamn, let me make a joke. If it's funny, it's funny. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, do you mean, know what I mean? But that still doesn't mean that when it comes down to the reality of the human being that you're dealing with, you can be an asshole. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean? a difference. There is too. a difference, but and there's a delivery difference too. Very, very much so. But there seems to be, if on the extreme end of the left, there definitely seems to be a. Oh, you can't say that. You can't. That's and more. It's like. Uh, righteous indignation on behalf yeah. of another group of people, where exactly. the other group of people are going, "What the fuck are you talking about? That was hilarious!" Yeah, I mean, Do you know I've what seen, I mean? I've seen some insanely awesome and inoffensive trans jokes, like some really fucking good ones. Mm. It's possible, of course, it is. But if you're a dick, you're just going to be a dick, even if it you're just, trying to tell jokes. You can tell in the delivery and the intention and everything else. And if you cross a line and somebody's new to the world, then maybe don't jump on them and try to educate them. Yeah. Every if they've shown you they're a decent human, then try to educate them. Don't just cut them off and tell them they're a fucking asshole. Yeah, every facet of the human experience is open to humor and comedy because it is how we, as a people, navigate a lot of our pathway. But like, but the 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 world of canceling people because of shit they said. Well, some of that I'm okay with. Like, if you're going to be a fucking Nazi, then fuck off. You know, I don't need to hear your shit. But yeah, if- no. Well, obviously, Nazi punks. <laughs> fuck off. Exactly. 
Yeah, but Thank we, you, Jello. But we, yeah, but we all, <laughs> but, we, but we, we, we all know Nazis are dicks. Yeah, exactly. So they, we can tell them to fuck. Oh, <laughs> you know what but I mean? I mean, yeah. But I, I also think, like, you're right. I think people get offended instead of educating people because maybe yeah. somebody is innocent to, or not innocent, but ignorant to things, and they make a joke and they don't realize how offensive it might be. Because you and I make offensive jokes about each other, like our cultures and stuff, all the fucking time. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I never call you, make fun of you for being a ginger or a leprechaun ever. Like, never. Like, that's not super offensive to an Irish person at all. But no, it's between you all. and me. So <laughs> you always laugh at me because you know my intention. Yeah, carefully don't fall off that chair with your extreme lack of health care. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I mean, I, I think there's a lack of uh, just ignorance on subjects, man. Like I have friends that are really young that I like that I've adopted as like little brothers and little sisters, like in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And they're very much like, uh, I just like what I like. Pansexuals, people that are like changing genders, like whatever. Uh, do your thing, man. Find yourself. Be fucking happy because this world is fucking stressful enough and it's only getting worse. Find your happy. And and. It's weird because it's not the same, but the way I kind of relate to it is I spent years growing up in like middle school and high school trying to fit in or find myself and doing this. These kids are socially transitioning. It's no different than me putting on a button down shirt instead of a band shirt. You know, it's just, yeah, that's how it is to me. Like it's no, they're just trying to find themselves. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't deal with a dude wearing a dress, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's some insecurity on your part, man. If you can't deal with that. Which one of us hasn't worn a dress? Exactly. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the, but from the, the guy who comes, who comes from a culture of kilts, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but um, the other, what was I going to say? I did have a thought there, and then you mentioned kilts, and it all went away. Dress? You're going to wear a dress? No, wear a dress. You're no. wearing Siobhan's underwear? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like the, I don't putting like. Her, putting I your don't, bra, her bra on your head so you can make another one? <laughs> I don't like the meat and potatoes hanging either side. It's not good. Um, the uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, finding yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I don't. I mean, it's a kind of the thing. It's like I can remember having arguments with people before about oh, fucking gay, oh, fucking oh, gay people, are fucking disgusting, gay. And you're going, what are you, what are you talking about? How does it affect you in any exactly, way? Exactly, dude. I don't give a shit. Somebody loves somebody else. That's it. It's fucking you know beautiful, I mean? dude. And like, you know how hard it is to find that shit? Totally. And you're like, but it's wrong. And I'm like, wrong for what? And they can't really, and they're wrong to God. I mean, well, the, I mean that's... Yeah, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody, but I don't really care what, you, what your specific God thinks. It's no, not my problem. Me neither. So... so uh, <laughs> and it's like, what, well, so what's, 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 what's the problem? You know, and nobody, I mean, I, I have friends who are gay. Yeah, of course. And nobody, I mean, back in the 60s and 70s, right? Yeah, yeah. 50s, 60s, 70s, when the, all the big changes were being fought for in gay rights, mm-hmm. nobody woke up one day and thought, I know what's cool at the moment. I'm going to go out and start sucking cock. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody, dude, it's not, it's nobody, not even new, man. That's the thing. Like yeah. Romans and shit, dude. Oh, come on, dude. I know, it's but, not even new. But nobody, nobody would, nobody, nobody would make a conscious decision. No, to dude. put themselves yes. in that posi- place where exactly. the rest yes. of what is perceived as normal fucking society is giving them shit. You, you, without sounding like a fucking uh, a gay icon, you are who you are. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, nobody um, chooses to step into the persecution group. Like no. nobody wants that. Everyone, and and I will say this: like in America, the the percentage of trans people is so fucking small. Yeah. Why do you care what they're doing with their lives? Why do you? Care? And if you fucking think that these kids are going through these surgeries, you're fucking wrong. And if you think the meds are, are irreversible, you're also fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. No kid is going through these surgeries. They're feeding you bullshit. Just leave these people alone. If the kid wants to wear a dress for a while to see if that's who he is or she is, fucking let him. Go let him it. find himself. I mean, yeah. Why is your ego? so fragile that what somebody else does fucking infuriates you it's bizarre nobody's making you put on a dress and nobody's going to put on a dress to go to the bathroom to rape somebody that's a rapist that is not a trans person that is a rapist that is what you worry about and it doesn't fucking happen statistically yeah exactly middle-aged white males yes um, uh, and having been in a group that did nothing but protect abused kids most of that abuse comes from somebody close to them family babysitter maybe mom's new boyfriend shit like it's not some random trans person that wanders no. into the fucking bathroom it's not the gay guy down the street that does drag and by the way for those that don't know there are women that do drag because it is an art form and the fucking makeup they do is awesome and if you've never seen drag makeup up close you're fucking missing out because it's better than any halloween shit you've ever seen in your life like my friend does drag makeup even when they're not in full drag like does makeup on their face and it's fucking beautiful and amazing like butterflies and stars and shit around their eyes like it's insane i can't even imagine how much time that takes if that fucking affects your fragile ego so much that you get mad at somebody and you have to step up and talk to them you're fucking not masculine no (laughs) you're a little bitch and you're crying about something but i personally don't have any energy or time if you're not hurting somebody especially if you're not hurting somebody i care about i don't give a fuck what you do i don't I don't do the, the comments on social media that say, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. Because if you're posting, you give a fuck. I don't care yeah. what you say. Your actions and your words do not align. And that is my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. So, yeah, that's, that's my little rant right there. Awesome. I agree with that. Yeah. It's, uh, it just, it's, it's the, the anger and the vitriol. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, I, I, f- I find it so confusing. It's just like people are scared and angry, but they don't know who to direct it at. It's so, just like even when you talk about like um, immigrants taking jobs here in America, blah, blah, blah. Eh, immigrants taking jobs everywhere. Dude, we've already done like the kick the immigrants out here in this country. It didn't work. I know we've got the, we've got the same 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 crap going on here with, uh, you know, Brexit and all that malarkey stuff so for sure for sure why is everyone so angry yeah exactly and also if you're angry if you want to help yourself help your neighbor 
if you're angry at somebody else because of the situation you're in, again, your fragile ego is getting in the way of the facts. You're not fucking being a dude, in my opinion. Yeah. But what? The, the, other, the, the other side of that coin, to play moderate devil's advocate, is... Yeah, yeah, please, by all means. Why are they so fragile that they can't just... That's a good question. ...let people live? I think, at least in this country, I think they're scared. I think their norms are vanishing in some ways because the way that they grew up is different and they can't rewire their brains the way that you and I try to. Like I have, I, I, I don't, I want to stop talking about trans people because I don't want to yeah. keep back, but I will say this last thing. And that's, I have people that have changed gender and are fluidly changing as we speak. And I've met them as one gender and it takes a lot of work on my part to flip to their current preferred pronouns but the thing is is i do this weird thing called communicate where i tell them it's not intentional i'm sorry it's a lot for my brain to rewire i've been doing this for 40 something years so i apologize this is how i met you this is how i know you so it's going to take a little bit for me to flip Mm -hmm. that's it i'm like i'm old i'm set in my way so this is what happens and all of them are cool with it and i do just to be respectful i also tell them that i use words like dude and man stuff like that i'm like that's not gender for me. That's just people. Like I'll call anybody dude or man. Like I'm like, what's up, man? It could be a room full of like women. What's up, man? Like I say that shit all the time. That's yeah. not a gender thing. I just don't understand why people flip out so much fully. Besides, my, my my best guess is just fear of change, and they have no control over it, and they don't understand it, and they'd rather just bury their heads than try to talk to people and understand it. That's the only thing I got. I might be wrong, but that's all I got. It, could it be that all the other things that people used to freak out about, mm-hmm. they're not they're not allowed to freak out about them anymore because they're Maybe. told that's wrong. So they're 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 <laughs> down on the last vestiges of oh we're still allowed to complain about you know, and their their identity is based on who they're angry at. That could be it too. About. Like maybe their personal identity and how they see themselves is threatened. So, but that's weird. It's I mean, very that's weird. A, it's like it's it's like the social ideal of what a man is. Yes. you should be strong, tough, hate gay people, love women, grab them by the head, kiss them, yeah. put them in the kitchen, don't let them leave, get them pregnant. All yeah, that crap. yeah, fuck all which that is, shit. Which is which is a really fucking weird ideal it never really existed i don't think i don't think the way that the people i don't think like the the way that people are into the trout wife thing and all that i don't think it's the way they think it was i mean Mm. a lot of those women were abused and stuff so i don't think it was all like the heaven they think it was and it was a different time when women didn't really have like you couldn't even have a credit card like a woman couldn't even get a credit card like it's not the same yeah History always has rose-tinted glasses. It does, man, especially when you didn't live through it. Absolutely. It's very weird. It's super weird. I had a really hard year. You know that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And one thing I have noticed is that a lot of men really find it hard to tell, especially other men, that they're having a hard time. Yeah. Why are you attacking me right now? 
<laughs> no, but what's what, what, why why do men find that so hard? Is it because they feel that expressing their emotions in a valid and coherent way is not manly, whatever that means? So I will speak for myself, and Mm -hmm. I know why I do that. My mother raised me. She always did the it's okay to cry, all that stuff. But my father was very a quiet, strong, loving kind of dude. Like My dad wasn't the dude to say I love you. He never said a lot to me growing up. I never questioned that he loved me from the way that he was and the things he did. I still don't question it. He's just very quiet. He's a very <laughs> he's a very nerdy guy, which is weird. I think it's funny. Like he's a chess guy and all that. Like super nerdy. He used to have like 2001 Space Odyssey, like all kinds of soundtracks in my house all the time growing up. He's a very kind of more nerdy guy. And he's very quiet, but he's very strong and he always he backs my mom's play like they talk about it and work it out. And they're the thing that was modeled to me with my parents' relationship is their best friends. That's always what I've looked for and not like the Disney, Disney version of relationships. I've always just looked for a best friend because that's what works. Yeah. At least in my opinion from what I've seen. But my dad is very quiet. He's very much a cart, uh, compartmentalizer. Like, I picked that up from him. Um, he doesn't talk about his emotions much. He will tell my mom some things. My mom has known him for so long that she can pick up on things. So I do compartmentalize a lot. And like I said earlier, I'm fine even when I'm not fine because I'm used to carrying so much stuff. I will listen to other people and take on more. And it doesn't really bother me. Um, I have ways of dealing with my stuff. Like the gym is one way. Helps me burn up energy. I have a very small group of people I know I can trust and open up to, which is a little bit of my mother's influence. I don't think men usually get that. I don't think they're told it's okay to be emotional on that side. They're very much told to be stoic, do their shit, be strong, go to work, fucking provide shit like that. You know. Yeah. So it's weird for me because my background is very, my mom's very hippie, very, it's okay to cry, all this. I've seen my dad cry twice in my entire life. Like very opposite, but they're awesome together. And I think I've picked up a little bit of both. So that's where I am able to trust people. I don't know about you, why you might find it hard, but that's part of the reason I, and I always found it easier to speak to women. And oddly enough, I have a lot of friends that are lesbians, like my closest friends. A lot of them are lesbians. <laughs> I don't find it hard. That's good. I never have found it hard. Mm-hmm. I've always been a very emotional kind of person. It's been, it's kind of been right there. There's, yeah, oh, yeah. that's well, that's who he is. Um, but I know. Plenty of people who can't. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where, where if you go, do you know, man, I, I, I love you. They would just go, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know? And it's that's like, another thing, dude. What's that about? It seems it it, it seems kind of sad or something. I don't it's, know. It's it's really sad. I mean, the only time they'll tell you they love you is when they've had fifteen pints. Yeah, of course. Do you know and, what I mean? And their beer too. <laughs> and yeah. I love you. I don't tell you enough. They can't control the wall anymore, you know what I yeah. mean? Um why 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 in 2024? 
Oh, no, dude. Is that wall still there? It doesn't make any sense. I think it's a lot. Like I said, I think it's a lot what's modeled to you growing up. Like um, the more I trust somebody, the more open I am to them. If I don't trust you, like when I'm in the gym, I probably look like an angry motherfucker because all I do is pace between my sets. And externally, I'm like frowning like because I I have very light sensitive eyes. So I'm like grilling my I'm like looking angry as fuck. But internally, I'm not even looking at the gym anymore. I'm picturing like mentally what my next set is. But I probably look angry and I pace while I do it because I want to keep my blood moving. So there's all intention. But if you don't know me, I probably look like the angriest asshole ever. And I do that a lot in some places because I know even though I'm not a tall person, I'm told that I'm intimidating looking and I've been told that my whole life. So I use it to keep people away from me that I don't know. It's the beautiful lustrous beard. Yeah, exactly. But like you and I are, you and I are super like close. Yeah. And like the first time you and I hung out in person down here in Orlando, like when I remember, cause it was so fucking, it was kind of sweet, but like we left, uh, what was it? We were outside of uh, big fire, right? Yeah, like, Tom and I gave you a hug, and then we got like twenty feet away from you. Looked back, and you looked at us, and it was like a movie, like two, like a romance movie. We ran and hugged each other again, and then took off. It was like fucking adorable and sweet. But like, I'm not afraid to be like that with you or people that I care about. And you and yeah. I, I tell you, I tell you and our group of friends all the time, I love you. But there's tons of there's tons of dudes out there who can't do that. I know it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's not easy. I think uh, I don't know. I Is just it- keep coming back to what's modeled to them by their fathers, man. But I mean, well, or mothers, or lack of parent in the house. Like maybe they grew up in a single house and the mother had two jobs and all that stuff, and they were raising themselves and they only had like TV to figure out what a man is. I don't know, because I, I mean, I can think of definite two people, same parents. Very different. Maybe it's uh goes back to insecurity. I don't, dude. You and I came up during the eighties when like everything was like hyper masculine, violent movies like all the time. True, but okay. So, well, it's okay. So let's let's work on that hypothesis. Oh, great! Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we came up in the eighties. Yep. Hyper masculine. Yep. Violent movies. Yep. Uh, drink till you drop. Yep. Uh, all of those things. Yep. <laughs> uh, the the beginning of porn and the well, you know, well you know the beginning of mass porn yeah mass porn and in, yeah. in, intravenous <laughs> intravenous porn yep. right yep why are we happy enough to talk about our emotions and all of that yet some of our fellow countrymen are not who came up could be born on the same day in the same hospital. I don't know, man. Uh, I will say this. I think you and I are pretty cultured people. Like we came up and all that stuff, but like I, even in school, like as a kid, I went to Catholic school, even though I'm not Catholic. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a Russian ballet, like as a kid, I went to art school. I went to music school. I've seen plays and musicals. I also participate in uh, iron sports, like behind the scenes. I've oiled up women. I've oiled up dudes like shaved people like my little brother and stuff like that like you just it doesn't fucking bother me like i've painted people in bathrooms really but i mean i've been around all this stuff like these things that are like hyper masculine like yeah. uh, power lifting and bodybuilding and shit and it's just like i don't know man like i, I dude 
like it just piles on to the 80s stuff, but also the other side, which is the art and the culture and yeah. stuff like that. So maybe that's the balance for us that we've been exposed to a lot more. That's true. I did a lot of theater and musicals and... You're a theater kid. I fucking knew it. Oh, very much so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was uh, proficient at a good box step. Oh, yes. There you go. There um, you go. I did the two-step at the hardcore shows, but I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I did some of that too. But books and the films you watch, and you know, we are the the we are the makeup of the touchstones of our lives for sure. Everything, maybe that's something to do with it. Maybe I mean, I don't really, and I mean, I'm not saying you are, but I don't really like judging people so much because I try to like use my lens of perspective because I've seen some shit and I've seen some shit that would make some people's toes curl and heard some mm. shit that I wouldn't wish on anybody's brains. You know, yeah, like yeah. I have memories of things that I don't, I wouldn't put in anyone's head. So do I. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like maybe something that seems like fucking catastrophic to me is simple to somebody else because of their experience. You would think that those harrowing experiences would throw you the other way, though. You think. Wouldn't you? But I'm just saying in general, like, I, I'm just, my point is more the on perspective. Like, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt and try not to use my perspective to see what they see or feel yeah. what they feel. Because seriously, like, maybe, look, I've almost died a bunch of times. Maybe that freaks people out. But the last time I almost died, I was in the ambulance and, like, I wasn't flipping out. And the EMT himself looked at me and was like, dude, I've seen people that have this problem and they're usually flipping out. And that ain't you. Those are the words he said to me while I was riding in an ambulance from one ER to another ER. And in my mind, I'm like, well, it's a new experience, but it's not. You know, like it's a different way of doing this, but I can't do anything about it. So I'm just going to hang out and go for the ride. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? But somebody else might have been flipping the fuck out. Yeah. But that could happen over something that somebody else, like something that I see is really difficult might be like something simple for somebody else. So I try to keep that shit in mind when I talk to people. Yeah. So it's interesting that we're talking about like people being the way they are based on like their touchstones in their life, because it seems like the kids coming up, like I, somebody I heard said like, it's 2024. If you're not by grow the fuck up. You know what I mean? I was like, that's kind of true. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it ha you know, by the same, by, by all the arguments we've been yeah, making yeah. and putting across, it has to be okay to be a straight white male or a, a, a straight whatever for sure female and just go ah it's my game do you know yeah, what I mean? I, I mean i i wore i went to a pride night and i wore a shirt that said uh token straight friend i got a lot of attention for that man everybody was happy nice. to see it people were happy to see but, it so they're not trying to stop you man that's the thing too that i yeah. want people i'm not saying you're saying that but i want people mm -hmm. to know like Nobody's trying to get in the way of your heterosexuality. You know what I mean? Like, do you, man? Everyone just wants to do their shit and be happy. Yeah. And I don't, I like, back again, I'm not really sure why it, it fucking breaks people's egos to the point where they have to yell at people and get people's faces. Like, why are you so scared of it? Doesn't make any sense. Like, maybe they are and they just can't accept it for whatever reason. I, I don't know. Maybe they're having. Nah. I don't know, dude. Like, it's weird to me. And I don't know 
how you can call yourself a man and be so fragile in a way that's not good. Yeah. Like, if you're so broken inside that seeing two dudes holding hands walking down the street causes you to go run up to them and yell at them, like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Well, I mean, in, is it, is it, oh, I don't want to get this wrong because that's a whole thing. Uh, India or Pakistan, ooh, ooh, one of the oh two. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, where it's, it's generally the uh, two men who are friends walking down the road, they hold hands because that's yeah, yeah. how they, yeah. So that's just a different society thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't care. I hold anyone's hand. Doesn't bother me. Like, do you know what I mean? Doesn't bother but, me. But um, it, uh, it's just, it's, it's like, it's, it's this feeling that sometimes you feel like it's put upon you that you're not being a man because you're having a hard time. And you're not dealing with it emotionally, and maybe you're crying, or maybe, you know, you're just having a really hard time, and you feel like society goes, well, that's, you're not, be a fucking man, man up. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, that's not entirely helpful to anybody. No, and especially because you're not defining it, you're not showing them. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes back to like a lot of things I see with, or, like, or warming up. I would like to point that out. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think also kids these days don't know what to do. Like, I don't think they have a lot of things modeled to them anymore. They're always online. They're never out. And I think, I mean, even our generation had a little touch of that toward the end of growing up for us, like yeah. it started to happen. But by then, you know, we had at Ben people like I lived as a kid in a, in a ghetto and they're the closest person to my age was like 12 and I was like six. So I had a bunch of big brothers that would like look after me, but I, I had things modeled to me like, um, reinforced in some cases, uh, the girls in the house across, I lived on a corner lot and then the girls in the house across the street had, there's two, there was two sisters and three brothers and some dude tried to climb into their house and pull the girls out to rape them. And brothers got up and beat the shit out of them. They were all older than me. So like that's kind of like reinforcing the protection part in me, stuff like that that I've seen and heard about. Well, I mean um, that seems fair enough. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like this is my life experiences, but people yeah. don't have them. And the other thing I think that happens is people are not explaining things to their kids. Like, <clears throat> so growing up, I was in the '80s, where like mm. nudity was everywhere, violence was everywhere. Mm. My parents would sit down and be like, there's nothing wrong with a naked human. It, it's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with it. Just fucking deal with it. You're a kid. Like, there's, there's really nothing wrong with that. It's not oh. offensive. It's what we look at, like without clothes on. So who the fuck cares? Violence would happen. And my parents would be like, it's just a movie. Horror. I'd watch horror movies. Just a movie. It's not real. It's special effects. Like, they took the time to explain things to me. It wasn't just watch this. And if you freak out, ha ha, it's funny. Like, they actually yeah. talked to me. See, that's weird. I, I do. Uh, well, yeah, I am commonly referred to as a puke of a parent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I like to explain stuff to my children. Yeah, yeah. I'll go if the, no question goes joyfully unanswered. Whenever they go, oh, what does that mean? For sure. Or, what does that do? Or <laughs> what does that? I'm like, oh, let's go. I can imagine let's there's lots it. of questions from your oldest, especially. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> having met her. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. But uh, also, the youngest at the moment is very much why. Oh yeah. 
Why? The why uh, era. Why? why <laughs> yeah, she's three years old. See, why? And and then you get to a point where there's always a why question that doesn't have a why-based answer. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I can't. I don't. Why, why is a present? What? Yeah, exactly. I don't. But I, I love just talking to them and explaining yeah. stuff to them. And My parents took me to museums. Great, uh, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. that too. My parents took me to museums. They took me on a camping trip from, uh, we used to live in Florida. We started in St. Augustine and went to Gettysburg and I, we hit all the forts. My parents would take me on the tours and all that stuff. Like they really spent time like giving me culture and teaching me things outside of school. Nice. But I think, again, I don't think, I don't know, like it doesn't seem like, especially the kids right now, they don't know if they have, I, I, we'll, we'll get some on, we'll talk to some. Oh, but I don't think that they have strong role models. They might and have I'm to not text saying, in. I'm not saying you and I should be role models by any fuck no, but (laughs) I don't know if they have that in their life. Like, I don't know what parents are like when your kids like 18 or 20. I don't know what the current generation of parents are like, you know, I guess it's going to be the same as ours. They're going to be all over the fucking map. Probably. Nobody, nobody really knows what they're doing. No, there's no manual, unfortunately. They they let me have two children. <laughs> I'm like who? criminal, dude. <laughs> criminal. But I love your kids, man. They're fucking awesome. I love them too. I have to. But I guess what I'm saying is like we're gonna talk about all this shit. We're gonna get different people on. Yeah. So like this is just our setup episode on us just like brain dumping. Like we have nothing planned for today. Absolutely. And uh we're gonna get I'm gonna get some younger some younger people on of various genders i'll get yes. various races genders i'll get all kinds of folks on here can I'll, we get some older people on too because that will do, be fun we can invite whoever man if we know somebody that wants to talk to us we'll get them yeah. we'll talk to them i i am very much interested in as many perspectives because i also would like to learn like maybe we can find out some answers as to why some people are the way they are and some of the things that we've asked yeah i had a question i wanted to ask you and i think it's a Kind of question that we should possibly ask every week. Okay. Then write what, it down. What was the last manly thing you did? Um, I took a giant chunk of skin out of my thumb, bled a lot, and somebody offered me a band-aid, and I said, no, it's fine. It'll stop bleeding. I refused help. You dick. And then I kept fucking going and moving steel, because I was moving steel from cubicles, because I'm, I'm stupid like that. That's to be awesome. fair, also, I have scars on my arms and legs, and I don't know where they came from, but it was obviously a deep enough cut to leave a scar for years, but I have no idea where they came from. Yeah. What about you? The, la- the last manly thing I did yeah. was read. Uh, read? I don't think that's manly, dude. Dude, <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> was, it, was it the ingredients on a whiskey bottle? I think it was... I read the book. <laughs> I read Disney Cinderella. Oh, that's super manly, dude. To my daughters. <laughs> that actually is pretty manly, dude. At their request. Fuck yeah, dude. You got to do what you got to do. At about half past midnight. There you go. I'm into it, dude. I think that counts. I think dude, that, you know. That's I, pretty fucking I, manly, I, dude. You had to suck it up and take, take one for the team with Cinderella. Dude, <laughs> it's not a great story. <laughs> it's not a great story. But... That is being a man. That's kind of where I am, you know. The one thing I learned helping abuse kids is <laughs> if a five-year-old hands you a phone and tells you it's for you, you fucking answer the phone. 
Damn right. <laughs> if a five-year-old tells you you're having a tea party, I don't care if you're the biggest, meanest, baddest fucking biker on the planet covering tattoos, you're fucking having a tea party. <laughs> if, a, if a three-year-old hands you a cheeseburger made out of Play-Doh, yep, you you're eating eat a cheeseburger. that shit and go num, 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 num. Yep. That gotta is, be the free kids, man. I, I that think is, that counts for sure, bro. That is the manliest shit you'll ever do. Like, All right, guys. I think that's it. I don't know, man. We're going to have all these questions. We're going to have people on, like I said, and we'll talk about all this stuff as many people as we can to get as many versions of insights as we can get. So, uh, like I said, women, gay, gay people, fucking whatever. Everybody come on. If you, if we know you, we'll have you on. Hopefully if, yeah. if you're okay with talking to us. So I guess that's it. I'm done. You're a fucking asshole. See you later. <laughs> awesome. Thanks everyone. Thanks guys. Goodbye. Bye.